Well, hello and welcome to In the Growth Space. My name is David McGlennon and I am your host. This is episode number 67. I am really excited about this episode because I'm going to talk about the books that have impacted me the most this year. Now, in 2021, I've read 25 books. Now, I'm not going to go through all of them uh, because that would take way too much time. But if you'd like to get my full list of books uh, that I've read this year, just go to my website. Just go to davidmcglennon.com forward slash reading list, and you'll be able to see all the books that I've read this year. And some of the books um, that I read uh, were, were from guests that I had here on the podcast, like uh, the book Love Works by Joel Manby. And you can check out that interview in episode number 53. That book was fantastic. It was a fantastic book, and it really gets to the core of my philosophy of leadership. And, you know, he talks about how love isn't all warm and fuzzy all the time, that it, it really requires tough conversations and, and, and tough decisions. But his book outlines seven timeless principles that I highly recommend. So um, that is a, a great book and an example of, of one of the books that I read um, for or, or from, I should say, uh, one of my, my, my guests from the podcast this year. So I'm going to start by talking about one of my most intellectually stimulating books uh, this year. And, and that book was called Think Again by Adam Grant. If you don't know Adam, he is a highly acclaimed professor at the Horton School of Business at uh, the University of Pennsylvania. And, and I thought what I would do for each of these books is just talk about why I chose it and then just some of my key takeaways. And I guess the reason why I chose this particular book is because I do listen to Adam Grant uh, in, in his podcast. And I happened to hear him talking with Malcolm Gladwell about the book and and the subject of, of unlearning and rethinking what we thought we knew. And and it just sounded like a book that would challenge my thinking in a way that perhaps um, I hadn't challenged it before. And so one of my key takeaways from um, this really uh, very research-based book is that we all have blind spots in our knowledge and our opinions. And while I guess I know that, but the thing is, we don't know where our blind spots are. And, and really that's the bad news. It's, it's, we're often blind to our blindness, which then prevents us from rethinking and rethinking our positions. And, and it gives us a false confidence or a false sense of security. And I guess it really piqued my curiosity of what some of my own blind spots are and where I need to rethink some things. And he goes on to talk about how we don't need to question everything, but we just need to have uh, an openness to rethinking and looking at what we think we know and, and, and being open to being wrong. And he talks about the rethinking cycle. And, and that rethinking cycle starts with discovery that then leads to humility, that leads to doubt, which of course then leads to curiosity which then leads to discovery again. So it's this circle of being able to discover something and then being humble enough to know that you don't know everything, 
which then, of course, leads to that doubt. And that then gives you curiosity to be able to dig deeper and 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 then discover something new. And, and I loved the modes of thinking that he starts with right out of the gate in the book. It's the mindset of three different professions, preachers, prosecutors, and politicians. <laughs> but it's the scientist mindset, though, and it's that mode of thinking that can prevent us from making poor decisions and, and really helps us to really rethink our positions. Now, the other takeaway for me from this book was that it really takes humility to, to admit that I'm a work in progress and that I'm wrong. Um, I, I have to be able to, to care more about improving myself than proving myself. And and, and, and the other, other takeaway I thought, too, was a really interesting perspective, and that is that um, judging my work is different than judging myself. And, and that was a really key takeaway for me. And, and, and just learning to think like a scientist that, that forms a view and then tests it and then gets feedback, um, that's a real skill that I'm still working on. And I'm really learning to, to ask better questions and, and have a greater sense of curiosity. So this book really opened my mind to see that it's, it's good to have uh, a, 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 the ability to, to challenge my thinking and then also have a challenge network and not just a support network. So having people around me who will challenge me and help me to rethink is really, really important. Now, another book that had uh, an impact on me was a book called Tribe of Millionaires. And it was put out by uh, GoBundance, which is an organization um, that is um, created for, for entrepreneurs. And why I read it really, um, like a lot of my books, I, I heard a couple of the authors uh, being interviewed on Hal Elrod's podcast, and I was really intrigued because they're all on a mission to help entrepreneurs to have a deeper commitment to the things that matter. And it's in a story form, kind of like a, a fable or you know a, a an allegory, M much like Patrick Lencioni's books or or maybe Robin Sharma's uh, The Five A.M. Club. Um, it's it's a great book and and it's it it reads really well. And and some of my key takeaways are that my my destiny, your destiny, is shaped by those around you. And those people can either propel you forward or anger you to where you are. And to be honest, this really solidified my commitment to expanding our inner circles program. It, th this book was instrumental in, in helping me think into how we can expand that because truly I want to help as many people as possible and many, as many organizations as possible to be able to propel them forward and, and really see them, um, pull out and draw out their greatest potential. The other takeaway is that the, the, that the right group of people compound your efforts. So if you have people around you challenging you and encouraging you, um, it is a compound effect for your efforts. And to be honest, my own personal inner circle has helped me expand my efforts um, and, and making a, a bigger impact. And and, and I, I committed to being around people who are multipliers and not just adders. And 
that really is the power of the mastermind. It's why I'm a part of a couple of different masterminds. And, and the other thing this helped me to do was ask a different question. And, and it's, it's not the question of what's missing in my life, but rather who is missing in my life. Who's going to help me think differently? Who's going to help challenge me? Who's going to help propel me forward into my greatest potential? And, and so I really enjoyed this book, and it was a really uh, instrumental book in, in propelling forward uh, the, the inner circles and, and then even the, the most recent inner circle summit. Now, another book that was really impactful for me was a book by uh, Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy, and it was called Who, Not How. And why I read it is, you know, I followed Dan Sullivan for some time, and I've I've also read uh, a lot of Benjamin Hardy's blog posts. And in listening to Dan's podcast, I, I knew about this principle and 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 the, the question. So I, I just really wanted to to read more about it and really learn more about asking the question who and not how. And, and, and so one of my key takeaways from the book is that when I set a goal, I've got to ask a different question. And I can't ask myself, how am I going to accomplish this? But I've got to start asking the question, who can help me achieve this? And this book really helped me to relinquish control um, in a lot of areas of, of my business and in my, in my growth journey this year. And, and, and I, I recognized that I, need, I needed to relinquish some control, especially if I'm going to grow my business and my impact. And, and, and honestly, 2021 was, was truly that, that kind of that releasing uh, a, a season for me. And, and this book led me to hire my virtual assistant um, for this podcast. And it led me to give control of my social media and it helped me to hire a marketing coach, and and it also helped me to um, hire a, a team of virtual assistants to to execute some of my marketing. and 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 to say that this book was pivotal to my success this year would be a gross understatement. It was extremely valuable in my thinking and in my mindset. And and the other thing that I took away is that people will work with and for me because they believe in me and, and they believe in what I'm doing. And when I can have people come around me who believe in me and believe in what I'm doing, I can have a bigger impact. And the other thing too that, that I really realized this year is that asking who can help me frees me up to do what I do best. And that is being in, in, you know, in, in the inner circles, facilitating great conversation, great thinking, and, and helping other people to uh, grow to their greatest potential. The other thing the book did is, is it really helped me rethink my, my work style. I will have to admit that my programming from a work perspective is I work an awful lot. And I came to the understanding and the mindset of that working less will actually generate more revenue. And um, and, and in that, that actually led to another um, big impact from this book is that I need to say no to more things. And so I've done that. I've, I've really grown in that particular area. And, um, and, and also the other thing that was really interesting is, is that 
I learned that I just have to throw out incomplete work and, and allow feedback so that I can then adjust it and just getting it out there and not not waiting for it to be perf- you know perfect or 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 you know perfection. Um, just there were so many foundational things from this book that I implemented this year, and it really allowed me to greatly expand the company and and our work to to impact leaders and and leadership teams. Now, next up on uh, my my book list that uh, that had a, an enormous impact on me this year is Business Made Simple by Donald Miller. So. I read this book because first and foremost, I love Donald Miller and I love his story brand, brand framework. And I also love his podcast and, and I listened to it. And, and that's really where I heard about this book. And especially uh, as they talked about it, they talked about the using an airplane as the analogy to a business. So of course I was intrigued being a pilot. And, and honestly, I wasn't disappointed. This book was broken down into small segments so that in, in 60 days time, you could gain all of the foundational principles of business by going through this book. And you just took a little segment every day. And, and honestly, there are so many great takeaways from this book. I'm, I'm going to have to kind of keep um, my comments to just the ones that, that were the biggest impacts for me. And the first uh, impact was just being able to write a good short mission statement and the framework that that Donald shares and uses in the book is so simplistic and it uses so little corporate speak. It's it's just brilliant. And essentially it's we will accomplish X by X because of X. So, for example, here at Impact Leadership Consulting, we will help a thousand companies optimize their organizational health by 2030 because everyone deserves to work in an environment where they can contribute, be challenged, and fulfilled. So it's it's really simple and it's really straightforward. And there's no corporate speak. And and we can we can measure how we're doing towards our mission. And we can also keep it in our focus. It's not so long that nobody forgets what it is. Now the second big takeaway from this book for me was really in the realm of productivity. And in, in one of the chapters, Donald poses this question at the beginning of, of each of his days. And, and the question is this, if this were the second time I was living this day, what would I do differently? And, and I have to admit, that is such a powerful question. It, it really helps to create a path to, to live the day with no regrets and and, and to be able to make sure that we're focused on the most impactful things, especially, and, and that helps us to make sure that we prioritize uh, the, the tasks for the day. Now, for some time, I've used the Michael Hyatt approach um, by using his full focus planner. And in that planner, he has you focus on the big three. And it's the the three uh, top tasks that will move you forward uh, towards your goals in some way, and, and, and those are the, the the focuses of of the day, and those are the three things that get my attention and that I focus on first, and I I make sure that I get those completed first. And the, he then gets uh, to the analogy of, of business like an airplane in the book, and 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 so. He, he equates the body of the airplane to overhead, and it's 
it's the the body is is where the people and the cargo go and overhead includes things like salaries and benefits and and rent and office supplies etc and 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 it's everything that you need um in 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 terms of people and and, and supplies to solve the problems that you're solving in exchange for the revenue that you're getting so that's the that's the uh, the overhead is is the body of the airplane, and then he goes on to talk about the wings as the products and the services that you provide, and that's what gives the airplane or your business the the lift that it needs. And then he talks about the right engine being marketing, which comes first before the left engine of sales, and and then the fuel is is capital and cash flow, and by understanding all of these component parts, then. A business leader can keep the business going and keep it in the air. And like a pilot and 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 who who's managing the systems of an aircraft, you've got to be able to uh, keep your eye on these systems of your business. And, and a good business leader does that. They, they keep their eyes on the systems of the business. And so this book really helped me to rethink some of my business systems and, and we're tweaking them into the new year as well so that we can fly higher and farther in, um, in, in 2022 so that we can impact more businesses and more business leaders. Now, the next book that I'm going to talk about is probably a little bit of perhaps what you might think is an odd book for me to read. Um, but it was it was a it was a book that um, I think that I, I think I got the recommendation by. Um, one of Tim Ferriss's newsletters, and it's it's a book called Open, and it's Andre Agassi's autobiography, and and I chose this book because I wanted to read a biography because I I just love learning from others and from others' lives, and I've really uh, long admired Andre Agassi's play and his grit and his tenacity in the world of tennis, and you know one of my biggest takeaways from this book is that. When we see someone who is successful, whether that's in in sport or a business or the arts or or really whatever, just in life, there's a whole lot that goes into getting to that level. And there are hardships and challenges that those people have overcome that aren't always obvious. And and that's why I believe that every leader and and every high achiever needs discipline and they need tenacity and in order to be at the top of your game and achieve your greatest potential you will be faced with those obstacles and how you face those and how you go about overcoming them is going to make all the difference in the world and i truly loved learning about um andre's life in this book and 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 really I, i loved hearing about some of the behind the scenes uh, stories in the narrative. And I will likely put more of this type of book in my lineup next year. It it, it really, I read this book uh, during the, the summertime and it really was kind of a nice uh, release and a nice, um, dis- not, I wouldn't say distraction, but just a, a, an imaginative journey as I, as I thought into uh, Andre's life and, and his challenges and, and the obstacles that he had to overcome to uh, to become the, the the tennis player, the the great that he he is or that he was. Now, the next book I'm going to talk about is a book called The Art of Impossible by Stephen Kotler. 
And I chose this book um, because, like many of the books that that I, I read, I heard the author interviewed on a podcast and, quite frankly, was intrigued by the subject of peak performance. And in this book, I, I learned so much about brain science and and the, the state of flow. Um, the state of flow is the one thing that that really stood out um, to me as as a as as a key factor in in peak performance. And and the other thing that stood out is that we are all capable of so much more than we know. And and if we can just channel our focus and get into the state of flow more. We, are, we can achieve so much more and, and we can be so much more productive and we can really achieve more of our full potential. And, and one of my key takeaways then is, is just that chasing f- that flow state. It's, 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 it's something that fascinated me and, and he talked about um, how to do that. And, and it really has got me using more of these techniques to eliminate distractions and and to help my brain focus more uh, on, on my key tasks so that I can achieve more and I can achieve my mission. And I, I do find myself saying no more um, to, to things that really just don't line up with my mission and the goals that I have. And speaking of goals, there, there was this great chapter on goals in this book, too. And, and Kotler discusses what's necessary to achieve your goals. And he does it from a peak performer perspective. And one thing that was really interesting to me is that momentum matters most for these high, hard goals. And, and I also learned that proper goal setting requires three sets of goals for three different timescales. And, and the other thing that I, I think I knew, but it, it really hit home, and, and that is that recovery is critical to sustained peak performance and 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 knowing how to stop working without feeling bad for 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 stopping or feeling guilty is a key to to long-term success but i think that my biggest takeaway is that i need daily and weekly checklists to practice peak performance i mean it's it's no surprise that checklists are kind of in my my DNA. As, as a pilot, I, I used checklists all the time. And, and to this day, I still use checklists. I have a, a checklist for my podcast. I have uh, my Trello checklists for, um, for, for my goals and for the tasks toward my goals and, and my biggest projects. And, and one of the things that, that, that is on one of those checklists that, that Stephen talks about in really towards the end end of the book is that I need to have uninterrupted concentration time so that I can focus on my hardest tasks. And and I'm working on altering my schedule a little, little bit more in, in 2022 um, so that I can incorporate that time first thing in the mornings. And I, I'm the first to admit that I'm not there yet, but, but I am working on it. And so um, this was a great book on on the neuroscience and the brain science of of high performance and, and peak performance. And I I will likely go back to those checklists in the back of the book and and really make some of those adjustments for the new year. Now, the last book that I'm going to highlight uh, on the list of uh, impactful books for 
2021 that I read uh, was a book called The Gap and the Gain. And again, it was by uh, Dr. Benjamin Hardy and Dan Sullivan. And this was the second book, as you have heard, second book that I listened to uh, by these two guys. Um, you know, I, I listened to to Dan's concept of measuring the gain rather than looking at the gap. And this has been such a foreign concept for me because I have always looked at the, the where I am in relative to my goal. And so that's really gap thinking and it's it's scarcity thinking. And, and so I, I, I've always looked at how far I had yet to go to achieve my goals. But this book really flips that on its head and it flips that mindset on its head. And, and if growth then is about making progress, then I've got to measure that growth by looking backwards at the gains I've made. And, and for me, this is a huge area of awareness this year. And really, as I look back on this year, I'm, I'm really proud of the things that I've accomplished for the clients who have engaged us, either through our inner circle groups or individual executive coaching and also our, our leadership workshops. You know, I, I've started to implement this looking backwards throughout the year and looking backwards at, at the quarter, looking backwards at the week and having a real rhythm of 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 uh, measuring the game and you know there were also so many great journaling questions in this book and one of the things that i'm going to do in 2022 is i because i i read this particular book on my kindle or my kindle app uh, i was able to highlight a lot of these these journaling questions and so I've got them saved in an Evernote note, and I'm going to go back and use them as journal prompts in my year-end review. And also um, going forward into 2022, I'm going to use them for my weekly review and, and my quarterly reviews a, a, as well. So I hope this was helpful just to be able to hear some of the books that I read this year that were really impactful for me. I read a lot of books. I actually have read more books this year than I, I normally do. Um, I'm in a new season of my life, and so I've had a lot more time in the mornings and then some in the evenings as well. But uh, I, I would encourage you to uh, go to my website and and get my full list. Uh, it may encourage you to um, find some books that that might help you in your growth journey as well. So you can go to davidmcglennon.com slash reading list and and you can see all of the books that I've read this year. But my encouragement to you is that in order to stay in that growth space, you need to be reading. You need to be reading and and listening to podcasts and and find one or two podcasts that you really can key in on that will really help you. Hopefully this is one of them. I, I hope that that in the growth space is one of those podcasts that will help you to continue your growth journey and to help you to expand your horizons and your thinking. But it's been said that great leaders are are avid readers. And, and I know that for me, reading has been one of those habits that my dad really uh, demonstrated for me and he really modeled for me. And, and I have this real curiosity uh, and, and a real desire to read. And, and I, I just love learning from other people's perspectives. 
And you can, this is such an inexpensive way to gain a mentor. I mean, you can get the minds of like Adam Grant or a CEO like Joel Manby, um, or, or maybe even, you know, leaders like, um, like Clint Pulver for, and, and who, who wrote, I love it here. That was a fantastic book. And I had a uh, Clint on, on my podcast as well. And, and, he, you know, he just, he wrote a great book. So these are things that you can learn from a very inexpensive way, uh, from, from books. And, and so I just want to encourage you go out and, and, and make a list of books that you can read in the new year. So make that one of your goals for 2022 to, to read some books. <laughs> doesn't have to be 25, but just read some books. Maybe it's, maybe it's a book a month, maybe it's a book a quarter, um, but, but create a goal so that you can use that time to, to learn from, from some, some other uh, leaders. So I hope this uh, this episode has been helpful for you, and I hope that it's encouraged you to to go out and, and and read some more books. And I also hope this has encouraged you to to just keep growing and to keep finding ways to to learn and to put things into practice that will help you to release more of your full potential. So as we conclude this episode, I know that this episode is airing in the week of Christmas in 2021. And so I just want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and a very happy and growth-focused New Year. Be well, my friends.